Radio Zoom 150. From Vancouver and to the world. Podcasting for the hell of it. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. Hi, it's Rebecca from Mystic604.com here for the Radio Zoom podcast. And this afternoon I had the chance to interview Chris from one of my favorite bands ever, Less Than Jake. Uh, they're playing tonight at the Commodore. I'm mixing up this episode really quickly live from Unwind, where Launch Party Vancouver is happening. And I'm sitting here in the back of a room trying to get this all mixed together so that it can go out. And then we're going to go check out the concert later on. So this is my interview with Chris of Less Than Jake. And uh, just a quick warning that there might be some explicit language in there. <laughs> so put some earmuffs on the kitties. Enjoy. Testing one, too. Yeah, it's not too good. Prop it up. Yeah. Okay, one, one thing should be noted. He's, he has a Mac. Yes. <laughs> I'm very good. Okay. Oh, Aria, you know, I, I was, and uh, I built a home studio like five years ago, and I didn't want to go PC with it. I wanted it to be Mac because it just runs better, on the, you know, mm-hmm. for the software. And, and ever since then, it was like, fuck, i got to get a laptop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one thing after another. You just, you get- <laughs> Do you guys do any demoing or anything with GarageBand or, or something like that? Um, I have GarageBand here. I don't really use that. I um, I have a home studio that I, that I tool around in. When I'm on the road, I don't really record too much. So. Cool. Okay. Well, um, welcome back to Vancouver. I don't Thank know you. When you guys were here last. I think we were last Warped here, Tour, the Warp Tour, 2006. Yeah. That would have been the last time. Cool. So you're embarking on, you're going across Canada right now? Yes. Right? one of the first stops. This the is the first stop, yeah. yeah. How do you usually find the, the reception in Canada? Oh, it's, ama- it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean... We're going into the middle part of the country. Um, I, do you guys call that the Midwest here too? No. no? The pra- prairies. It's like a Florida or a states thing, you know, like the where everywhere from like Oklahoma, South Dakota, and now you're up into Canada. That whole stretch across there. We never hit any of that, but we're doing Vancouver, um, Calgary, Edmonton, um, all the way across the whole country, which is which is great this time. Um, places we've never been, Winnipeg. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> great. Well. Um, uh, your latest album came out in June. Yes. And do you want to just speak a little bit about that? I, um, I think from the one prior, it's kind of, uh, you've gone back to a different type of sound. Uh-huh. Um, well, we put the album out ourselves. We are on our own record label. We're in the process of re-releasing our whole back catalog. The label's called uh, Sleep It Off Records. And, uh, you know, we produced it uh, ourselves. We recorded it. Uh, all, all the songs were, were already done before we went to Chicago to, to record them, pretty much. And um, They had been sitting around. We had, we had worked on them, and we, we went in and kind of knew what we wanted to do. We knew we didn't want to make a, a real pop-sounding record this time. And uh, You know, you, you, you do you shoot from the hip. You know, you do what, what, what feels right, and you never know. There's kids that still bitch about the new album. Oh, it sounds like this. Sounds like that. It's like, okay. So, you can't rewrite what you did 15 years ago. So, so what's it like also, because you, like you said, you're on your own label now, also running a business uh-huh. as well as... Well, it, it, you know, there's a fine line between the label and, and, and the band, because the band is the label. So um, the only uh, difference is, is we've had to put together, you know, we had to out, hire an outside publicist to, you know, 
set up interviews such as yourself and things like that that was done by the label before. However, they did a piss poor job. We've gotten more mileage out of this guy than we ever had. And, and, and I think that's the thing about being on your own label. He's one phone call. He's not 13 phone calls at Red Tape at Warner Brothers going, hey, can we do this interview? Hey, can By the time you get the 13th person, it's like, you know, whispering uh, an eight-digit number in someone's ear, and by the time it gets to the 13th person, it's a totally different thing, and then they forgot about it. So that's the kind of stuff we went, th- we went through with the majors. It wasn't a complete bad experience. It was just a lot of red tape. And uh, so there's no red tape now. It's just the five of us. Mm-hmm. So you guys have, like, a blog, and you've released some things, uh, DRM-free online. So how is, like... Um the internet and digital media realm helped you guys even with your own label or well i mean you know it's uh it's really funny to even think that we toured before there was uh you know cell phones and Mm -hmm. there was the internet um and it's hard to even think back and remembering of pulling off the road and getting to a payphone and calling a hotel i mean i know we did it but i just i don't believe that we did it it's like unbelievable um you know as far as the internet goes it's it's twofold it's been it's been great for a band like ours and it's also been uh, you know, there's way more bands in the gene pool now. You know, everybody has a band. You can record on GarageBand and put your shit up two minutes later on MySpace. So, <laughs> you know, it went from, we used to get two or three demos a night, like CDs or cassettes from kids going, hey, here's our thing, to now it's like 50 kids a night going, instead of giving you product, though, they hand you a piece of paper, go, here's my MySpace page, my band. It's like, uh, you know. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot more competition. Um, that's the downside. Where it's helped us is going to places um, you know we had never been to Brazil we went there last year and it was you know we played to 2,000 3,000 kids down there at each show like going bananas going berserk and you know 15 years ago that wouldn't have happened the word of mouth you can't get that many people to know your band without being on MTV or you know whatever their equivalent to having videos or, or radio and that kind of stuff we have none of that in Brazil so it, if anything it started it down there. None of the people interested in the band because they saw, you know, what, what we did down there. Um, there's a, a ton of other countries like that. Uh, we went to a country called Slovenia, one of the old Slavic countries in the uh, in Europe. And once again, like a thousand kids show up, and you know, a lot of that is is internet. You know, they wouldn't have known about our band. Australia, same thing. It's definitely helped in that realm. Well, I know, I uh, have to be honest with you here, about 11 years ago, I started a website, and it was an LS and Jake fan site. It was my first foray into, like, coding HTML. And oh, wow. So now I've got my own blog and podcast and everything, and you were the first artist that we contacted. Oh, that's and, great. And Vinny replied to me directly and said, yeah, you can play our music. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really cool. Well, that was the other thing, too. You know, you uh, we always had our ear to the ground um, from the time this band started. Shut up! From the time this... Uh... <laughs> Do an interview! Um, the time the band started, we always had our ear in the ground. And in terms of like, uh, you know, remember specifically having a conversation with Capitol Records. This is in '96. Is we had our first web page in '95, and it was it looked like just dots, <laughs> all the text. It was really primitive, um, but we had a website. Yes, sir. Uh, just finish your thought. They want to make noise. I'm gonna move you guys. Okay, let's go move. Let's okay. move now. I'll sure. finish my thought in a second. And I swear it's the last time And I swear it's my last try And we'll walk in circles around this whole block Walk on the cracks on the same old sidewalks And we'll talk about leaving town Yeah, we'll talk about leaving I swear it's the last time And I swear it's my last try We rode across that bridge all night We talked our way Just hope that
And there's been a few times that we, we thought it felt right to take the westbound signs and just leave town tonight. Can I swear it's the last time? Can I swear it's my last try? And we're walking circles around this whole block. How come the cracks are the same on sidewalks? And we'll talk about leaving town. And we'll talk about leaving. I swear it's the last time. And I swear it's my last try. websites I think of any band we had a friend of ours that worked uh, at the university in, in Florida yeah. and he was complete you know computer nerd and he got us up and running with that and you know we were talking at the time this is probably 96 97 when the first record on Capitol came out losing streak that hey we should put some songs on, on, on the uh, website Capitol thought we were nuts They're like why would you give your songs away for free you guys are out of your fucking mind and well look where that went so it was a lot a lot of crap like that that you were just like you know, we knew way back when that there was something going on with this whole internet thing, and none, none of us knew exactly what it was, but the people at the labels are paying, certainly paying the price now for not being, not being a little more, you know, open to all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember when I first had Winamp, I think Johnny Quest was one of my first MP3s. When oh, MP3s cool. were available on websites, <laughs> that's yeah. okay, I bought the album anyway. <laughs> hey. But um, just a few more things. So you guys have bobbleheads. I, I was uh -huh. just reading up on that. How do fans get bobbleheads? Uh, they can buy them here tonight. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, we have we have them here. We have the... Uh, how tall are the big ones, Vinny? 12 inches? 15 inches? 15-inch toys, like this big. Nice. Big bobbleheads. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You just said five of my cocks. So. Awesome. Fantastic. And then the... Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hung like a tater tot. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then we have the, the little figurines that are like five inches. Okay. Six inches. Nice. <laughs> um, and you guys are known for kind of your fan interaction at your concerts. You've done like prices rate trivia. Things, oh yeah, yeah. Right? Is there anything we can expect like that tonight? Um, yeah, there'll be some goofiness tonight. Goofiness. Yeah, yeah. There'll be there won't be a game show tonight, but there'll definitely be goofiness and and stuff that uh, if no one in the audience laughs at, at least I'll be laughing because I laugh every I laugh every <laughs> night because I just think it's just so ridiculous some of the shit we pull off. Mm -hmm. So, but it's all in good fun. Okay, cool. Well, um, those are all the questions I have. Any any other final thoughts you want to? Um, Final thoughts is, is you know we'd uh, definitely like to get up to Canada more. It's a good good place up here, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we don't feel like we've been up. You know it's one of the areas we we'd like to get back to a little bit more. The Canadian fans are awesome. So cool. I'm not just saying that. I told the people in Peru that the fans were terrible there. So and I meant it. <laughs> Everywhere no, you go, we're listening to all these interviews. <laughs> You're the best fans in the You're world. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> Actually, I, I rarely say that. Last night we were on stage in, in Idaho, and I said to the crowd, man, this is the, it was one of my probably favorite shows of this particular run. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, as, as I'm saying that, I'm like, these motherfuckers got to think that, that I say that every night. That's like part of the spiel, <laughs> but it's not. I don't say it every night because there's some shows that are just like, eh, you know. So. I hope we're a good crowd for you then. Oh, it'll be, it'll be awesome. <laughs> it'll be great tonight. Yeah, I saw you guys at the Croatian Cultural Center. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, 11 yeah. years ago. <laughs> we played there a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Is it oh, still yeah, there? So, oh, yeah, it's still there. So, yeah, this is... um. 
one of the first not all ages shows you played in Vancouver too. Do you find a difference in the crowds when it's um I didn't even I didn't plus? even know that. Is it eighteen plus tonight? Nineteen plus. Nineteen plus. So that's a drinking thing. Yeah. You know what? I didn't know that, and that's it's surprising because there's like eight hundred tickets pre-sold, and the place holds a thousand, and it's probably going to sell it. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we we do all ages or uh, we do non all ages shows in other places. We have a hard time, a real hard time, especially in the U.S. because people are just so used to. It being all ages, and, and when you when you don't do it, you know we we suffer from it because a lot of our fans are 14 to 19. You know they're that that age age bracket. So um, you know it's good that that it doesn't uh, it's not going to hurt the show in terms of attendance. But at the same time, you know we would like it to be all ages. Right? Shouldn't discriminate against how how old you are to listen to music. But mm-hmm. and uh, what's it like touring with Real Big Fish? Are they with you for the whole? Yeah, they're they're here. We uh, we toured with those guys uh, all of last summer. Um, and we've known them for 10 or 11, 12 years now, so they're, they're nice guys, and it's going to be a good good show. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to it. We'll be back coming back later on. Pleasure. We'll be back. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. Thank you.